welcome back to Black Card Rehab, the show where we go from zero to black one episode at a time. I am joined today by my white friend, Paige. Hey, Paige. Hello. Hi. Okay, on a scale of zero to black, how are you feeling today? I am feeling Angela Bassett's house from Waiting to Exhale, which is (laughs) is the same house. Hear me out. Same ass house from Breaking Bad where his brother-in-law and sister-in-law live. It's Is that it the same, same house. <gasps> yes, bitch. Yes. Because what? I we've been binge watching it and they drive up to that house and I'm like, I know this house. I know this house. Oh I know God. this house that is clearly not in Phoenix, Arizona or Albuquerque, New Mexico. The same wide doors where the cops come up and are like, yeah, you're burning a car in your front lawn. Is that? Yeah, that same house. And okay. they just constantly show it. And it is blowing my mind. So, yeah, that's where I'm at today. That is. Oh, I thought you were going to say that house because um, of the car beyond fire. Literally, oh, I thought it was because I mean, of a that. little bit. I could be that house because that house probably has air conditioning. That would have been another reason. So <laughs> there's that too. Okay, that makes sense. I like that. I, I think it's funny because I think we we so we both um, we both picked Angela Bassett things because oh no way yeah so uh-huh. yeah on a scale from zero to African American, how are you feeling today? <laughs> Um, I am feeling Angela Bassett and how Stella got her groove back, but specifically the moment where she's running across the beach. Okay. Um, because I went on a walk today. That's. (laughs) (laughs) I went on a walk and came back with a new younger lover. (laughs) But it felt, it felt like a run. You know what I mean? You know, those walks that feel like feel like run <laughs> yeah when like you go outside and you're like why did i do this i could yes. have just stayed inside watching breaking bad yeah yeah no, i feel that mm-hmm. yes mm-hmm. and also that was a movie that helped me understand that there are different types of sand like i've seen different types of sand but like i really realized that in that movie could be because i remember trying to run on the beach in california and that is shit is nearly impossible yeah. And then I was in um, Florida and it was like, like kind of packed down and I was like, oh, doable. I was like, oh, so she's not, I mean, she is magic, but like not as magical as I thought, you know? <laughs> I, I would argue that she's exactly as magical as we always think, but that's just me. <laughs> um, well, today I am very excited to have on um, a, a very hilarious guest. I met him in Atlanta He's a super funny comedian. Um, he's a co-host of a podcast called Fourth and Ten. Also, uh, check out his YouTube channel, Better Dad. Welcome, Damon Sumner. Hey, hey, what's up, ladies? Hey. How we doing? Hey, Hi, good. <laughs> Thank you for joining us. Oh, I'm um, on, appreciate you having me. On a scale of zero to black, how are you feeling today? Uh, I am feeling Hillary Banks before Trevor died. You know that excitement. <laughs> That excitement she had, you know, you could just see that smile, just optimistic. I'm feeling that. That's how I'm feeling. My kids are in in Texas with grandparents. I'm loving life right now. (laughs) That's so funny, Hillary, before Trevor died. I mean, really, that is a moment. That is a a moment of innocence. Just just the the joy in her eyes, the excitement. And then, you know, and then we know how it goes. (laughs) 
then a pandemic <laughs> happens and didn't she at one point like hyper focus on like a mole that he had yes yes it <laughs> was an episode that mole and it, it would look bigger when he chewed and when he swallowed it was a whole situation <laughs> i wouldn't know what relationship broke up that led to that being in the writer's room <laughs> <laughs> that is the question oh, that is the question yeah that was a real yeah. life experience for sure and it really was <laughs> Uh-oh. <laughs> and okay so tell us what you're going to talk to us today about so i wanted to talk today about um a tv show that kind of came uh middle school high school that kind of was big for me and i think for a lot of people which was static shock um, okay cartoon uh yeah on the wb so that's what i want us to chat about today okay so Paige, had you ever you watched the show before i i so i told I, you I had not seen it. I watched it in the past couple days and was like, how did I miss this show? Because I was a huge like animated Batman, animated Mm -hmm. X-Men person. And I was like, this had to have been on like right around the same time. So I probably did at least catch a handful of episodes back when it was originally on Mm because that was fully my jam. Mm -hmm. Um, (laughs) But I, I don't remember it. So I did a bunch of research. Because I was like, how do I not know about this? So uh-huh. I have a bunch of weird fun facts that I'm sure Damon's going to cover. That's yes. fun. Yeah. Um, and me personally, so I had I, I had only heard about it before the podcast because uh, from my boyfriend who's in the comic book industry and he watched it with his son growing up um, b- because I I'd never heard of this show. And like I was a huge like, I don't know, like CWWB fan. Um, but I realized that based on the years that this came out, um, I was in college, you guys, uh, ever heard of it? Grown woman. (laughs) Books. So I was fully in a Gilmore Girls wormhole. So that's what I was doing while you guys were watching. (laughs) This was, this was like tail end of junior high early high school when this yeah, was on for yeah. me which would have been the tail end of my my watching those saturday morning cartoons because i would have been busy driving around doing stuff so that may be why i'm like i this it sounds so familiar but no yeah you're, you're exactly right hey, 2000 to yeah. 2004 i agree it was eighth grade through like little early high school so the era mm-hmm. of saturday Marcoon Saturday morning cartoons were kind of changing a little bit, uh, yeah. you know. So that definitely was a time. But the WB was a that 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 well, that could be a whole episode by itself. WB <laughs> is a legendary yeah. and underrated uh, network and channel that just was huge uh, for kids Absolutely. and specifically black people growing up. I don't know if anybody mm-hmm. remembers that Sunday uh, uh, lineup with Steve Harvey and Jamie Foxx, but I digress. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> so. I want you to set a set the scene for like okay. where you were when you watched it. Yeah, like yeah. what was the cereal you were eating yeah. or what was a snack? You yeah. know? Yeah. Yeah. Got it. So this was so eighth grade, single mom, three boys, we're in Texas. And um it's important though, side note, I'm from Louisiana. I'm not a Texan. I just want that to be known. Let's move along here. <laughs> uh so uh so yeah, so this was big because I loved cartoons, just background. Ninja Turtles, Scooby-Doo, Doug Funny, right? So I'm, I'm all in, right? Um, and I remember specifically being big into superheroes, which, you know, many boys and girls are. Uh, and and 
I'm excited about this show because, you know, commercials, that was the thing. Like, commercials was big just because you're like, all right, we got something coming up. It wasn't just like click and play like Netflix. It was like, we just had to watch <laughs> whatever was coming. And That's so I remember right. being, I remember being, it was like the fall, uh, Static Shack was coming out. And my brothers, my two younger brothers, we get excited. I we were a tricks fruit loops type of family. We were mm, you yes. know, we were about we were about that sugar. <laughs> we was about those colors in that bowl. Uh yes. I was back when everybody drank whole milk. It was a good time. And uh <laughs> and so so yeah, so we would get there. We, I don't uh specifically remember like kind of where it fell in the lineup, but I remember when it came on, it just was so big because it was it was this black boy as the lead. His his mm. his, his, his he was the title of the, you know, the show was about him and his family, black dad, older black sister. Um, mm-hmm. and, uh, and yeah, her name's, Ver- I don't know how many details you want me to give, but, uh, yeah, so give him all. So it's about a boy named, Ver- one thing I love about the show is that the names are so, just so classic. <laughs> the boy's name is a 14 year old named Virgil, which sounds like an old yeah. weekend. <laughs> <laughs> Like so wild. I was, <laughs> my uncle and my grandfather's name's Virgil. <laughs> so, what, so I, I love that he didn't have a nickname. Like, nope. he was at school with people like, yeah, that's Virgil over there. Yeah. I was like, not Virge. You, yeah, not Virge, not, not Gil. Me, like, you didn't, nothing. you didn't try to change that at all. <laughs> my daddy gave me this name. This is my name. Uh, so, <laughs> so it's based around it's this boy, 14-year-old boy, Virgil Hawkins. He stays with his dad and with his older sister. Uh, for whatever reason, uh, his, his mother, well, not for a reason. Moms, let me just say this, moms get taken out a lot. I've realized this. <laughs> I've, I've got like three kids and, and specifically two daughters, and we've watched like all the movies with the princesses and just, we watched a ton of classic Disney and moms be getting got like they just be gone. <laughs> like moms don't make it, yo. They don't make it. And so we need it. We need to start a petition to Disney to bring back our moms. Yeah. <laughs> That's real <laughs> though. Bring back our moms, yo. So Virgil, <laughs> Virgil. <laughs> oh my goodness. Virgil Virgil's mom is taken out by, by gang fire, which comes up later. Uh, and his older sister, uh, which I did, I did, I'm the oldest of three boys, and we didn't have any, any, any you know, any uh, girls in the house besides my mom. So our older sister was kind of just this new thing that kind of was intrigued on our relationship, and they kind of butted heads, like they kind of went back and forth, being catty towards one another, calling each other names. It was a, it was like mm, a. She's pam. bad at making eggs. Yeah, yeah, those water <laughs> eggs. <laughs> it was, it was like a Pam Martin type of relationship. Yeah. And, um, <laughs> And so, anywho, uh, the story takes place around him. Uh, uh, his his friend, well, his 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 older sister's name is Sharon. That's a grown woman name, right there, right? <laughs> Sharon sounds like she's an HR. For real. And uh, <laughs> he's got a crush. He's got a crush on a girl named Frida. I don't know any Fridas who are millennials. I don't know any right. Gen Z Fridas. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> and uh, and so, long story short, uh, high school love and life. Ha ha he he. And so how the first episode starts to kind of let you know, it starts the scene. He's already static shot. And you're like, oh, okay, he's already just in it. He's already got the moves. But of course, the episode, they've got to play it back. So they start off and they kind of give the story of how he got the powers. And essentially what happens is that there's a bully. There's always got to be a bully. Some some buff mm-hmm. white dude with 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 guy Ferrari hair and uh, just, yes, just, it is. Just, <laughs> 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 I 
I literally wrote down. I was like, why is this? Why is this fit Guy Fieri? Like what? <laughs> Johnny Bravo looking motherfucker. <laughs> That's what yeah. it was. That's exactly yes. what it was. Oh my goodness. And so, so yeah. So you know, he starts kind of punking him, bullying him, and then there's kind of this other crew. Uh, I guess it's primarily black gang uh, led by a dude named Wade. And he's like, yo, we got to help you, you know, kind of, you know, stop this and shut this down. So essentially they're like, yo, meet up. And 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 because of the history with his mom, you know, uh, being being killed in the midst of like gang violence here, you know, it's like, ah, we don't really mess with that type of stuff. Right. But Wade's like, nah, we're going to shut this down. You ain't going to be out here getting punked and bullied in these streets especially by no flame-haired uh, Jafar. So uh, he's like, all right, bet. <laughs> so, he's so got they, the same shoulder-to-waist ratio as Jafar. I see it. no issues here. They got it. <laughs> and so, so they go to this warehouse late night. I don't know what type of parenting is going on at 14 years old, but he just rolled out the house at like 11, just rolled out. Yes. And uh, come on, Dad, do better. And... Uh, <laughs> And so they get to the warehouse. Big game fight happens. Boom, boom, boom. Cops show up in a helicopter. I'm like, they just pull up. One cop car, helicopter comes down. We shooting at the cops. Bang, bang. And then for whatever reason, for whatever reason, they are around this very dangerous gas. This, this, just, just, the gas is just out. It's not behind a cold. It's not with a padlock. It's not, there's no, there's no eye scan. It's just out, out on the block. The, the boxes get blown up. This dangerous gas get out. People start coughing and taking in the gas. They start mutating and changing. Eyes are getting gray. And all this stuff is happening. <laughs> static shock. Uh, wakes up the next day. Uh, and he's just like, everything's static to his hands. You remember that? Like, everything just sheets all on him. And the, the shaver is working. But also home, mysteriously. <laughs> he I, I home. actually, just, I've got some just, facts for why. Oh, okay. okay. I, I will happily tell you what. Because I was like... We'll get to it. Yeah, okay. we'll get through, and then I'll I'll blow y'all's mind. Yeah, yeah, please stuff. do. And so, so then he wakes up with the powers, right? And all this, all this, the rapper put on the boat. He he goes from having no powers, and then he's just all in on the powers. He calls his boy Richie. Richie pulls up at a warehouse, and he just out here just showing off his moves. Like he gets, he's like nervous, but then he's just pumped. Like Spider Man yeah. One. Like when you think about Peter Parker, he just kind of real timid for a while. He's nervous. What's happened to my body? After after Static kind of realizes what's up, he's like, I'm in. I'm all in in this. I don't know what happened. I'm all in. I don't know. I'm all in. That's, which honestly I have to point out is very black. <laughs> <laughs> that's the blackest thing in the world. Very to true. all of a sudden get powers, it was like, that's what I thought. That's it. That's exactly right. <laughs> I probably had these the whole time. And so yeah, and that that pretty much is the beginning of Static Shock. And so I'll say this: I'll say that for me and my and my two brothers, this was big again. Just when you're looking at superheroes, we love superheroes to see this black boy, uh, you know, with his with his in his black family and just living life. It was really exciting. You know, we were we were making up moves for Static Shock, and you know, we made up our own names. And as the older brother, I kind of you know, again, I was phasing out of this phase. But as the older mm-hmm. brother, I got two younger brothers. You know, I just kind of it kind of kept going a little longer, just trying to you know. Uh, play and enjoy time with them, but but yeah, that that was a big thing for us the next few years as it was kind of on WB um, because uh, it was just something we had never really seen before. And um, we haven't yet talked about the theme song. <laughs> oh yes, <laughs> listen, the yes. theme song. 
I'll say this. that there, There's a few knocks, and I'll just give one knock right now. The few <laughs> knocks that I do have. Because in the moment, and we talked about this a little bit beforehand, but like in the moment, it was so huge and so big. And I, I was blinded. <laughs> I was just like, this is it. This is, this is fire. Everything about this is great. It was like Obama was like, don't talk bad about Obama in front of me, okay? Don't talk bad in front. Then I look back in hindsight five years later, like, oh, okay, we could have did that a little better. Okay, okay. <laughs> there was no, like, you know, like how usually like a theme song, because uh, it, what it reminded me of was um, the MC Hammer cartoon. Right? Yes, oh, yes, it did. Yes. yes. And, but the thing is, is that a lot of times, like theme songs will tell you the whole story about like oh, how sure. we got where we're at. And there was none. <laughs> There was, uh, there was, oh, 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 I'm going to, I'll put, I'll drop a little bit of it into (laughs) right here. So that they know what we're talking about. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) It, it, and it didn't from season one through season four, it changes a little bit each time. And by, by season four, a little Romeo does the uh does the theme song in season four that was in the, mean, that was the, that was the height of low romeo was was the static stack wow. yeah i was gonna say 2004 is is prime little romeo time that's exactly <laughs> when that should happen yes oh my goodness but that was it it rocked us man that i so the the i went through the imdb just to see like who else like uh, was a part of the show so like phil lamar did the voice uh-huh that blew my mind because i couldn't watching it i was like i know this voice who Uh is this and then it was like phil lamar i was like oh yeah duh okay um at some point coolio did an episode yes yes he did (laughs) he was uh he was uh he was a guy who could change into anybody else he was like mystique okay yeah had the little snake hair from dangerous (laughs) minds going (laughs) yeah (laughs) that's so awesome um all right, Paige, fact us. All right, all right. So while watching this, I it did not escape me that it was basically Spider-Man, but just black Spider-Man. And I was yeah, like, yep. that is wild <laughs> because in watching it, some of the companies and stuff that made the show, I was like, this is a DC property, clearly, mm-hmm. and Spider-Man is Marvel. Mm-hmm. So I did some digging. It turns out that Static Shock, the comic, was originally created by an independent comic house with intentions to sell it to Marvel. Mm -hmm. And so they literally did create Black Spider-Man, and that Mm -hmm. was Static Shock. But then Marvel decided to pass on it as a property. So DC acquired the company that made it. And they basically added it to their cartoon lineup because the thing that Marvel didn't have at this time was a solid cartoon block. And they still kind of don't. Their only cartoon property is really X-Men. But at this time, DC had Batman, which was wildly successful. Um, They, I think, owned Captain Planet and one or two others. And so they added this to kind of their stable of characters and then later featured it in Teen Titans as well. So... It's it was essentially meant to be the black version of Spider-Man, but then bought by the opposing company. And now we have actual black Spider-Man. So, yeah. <laughs> you know, it worked out great both ways. 
It worked out definitely for that's definitely when you watch it. If you watch Spider Man, you know, in the nineties growing up and you look at Static Shock, you're like, Oh, this is this tomato tomato right here. You know, just yeah, yeah, yeah. Joke, story for story. Talk. Yeah, yeah. It's a lot of similarities yeah. for well, sure. And- which is actually one of the knocks that critics had was that uh yeah. one, they felt that uh uh the animation was a little outdated when it dropped in two thousand. Uh, but then also oh, like wow. some of the jokes, and we can kind of talk about that later. But like some of the jokes that they would try to do, they kind of was like, "Oh, this doesn't fit." But uh, yeah. <laughs> well, well, I think that's why he ends up at home because Spider-Man wakes up at home, and that's a Spider-Man story point, and it's mm. one of the few pieces that I think they basically were just kind of replacing pieces of Spider-Man with different story points. Cause mm-hmm. like Spider-Man gets his powers from a spider that bites him. It's radioactive, but he's also cage fighting before he gets them. So like, there's a lot of like pieces that they just kind of gradually tweaked. And I think that was maybe just one where they were like, Andy wakes up at home. Yada, yada, yada. Keep the story moving. Yeah. Um, well, and the the company that it originally came from, which I only know because my boyfriend is in comics. Um, did I mention I have a boyfriend in comics? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so stupid. Um, but yeah, Milestone Media. It was yeah. uh, it was an African American comic book company that was created by some guys that were like, um, "What the hell is happening? Okay. Why aren't we, you know, being heard?" Um, so at some point, maybe we can go do a deep dive on Milestone Media. Um, mm. uh, but I'm, I'd be curious to know, like, how closely the show follows the comic, you know? Um, yeah. Right? Because you're saying they're, like, the way that it's being sold is, like, this Black Spider-Man. So I'm wondering if, like, did they really write it that way or just did it get morphed over time, you know, to no, be able it, to... It was- it was written that way so really the show actually it matches the comic it's a little less detailed i mean the comic has a little bit more difference in it it goes into some of those aspects a little bit more it's a little darker Mm -hmm. um but as far as the show this main story points all there so wow yeah Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. uh okay so let's talk about what you remember like um like i guess yeah let's get into the jokes and like what what's what do people have to look forward to if they decide to do just like you know spend a day sure binging and static want, shock and you remember being <laughs> static shock a couple things one regardless of you know your ethnicity or your background you're gonna quickly pick up on how they definitely tried to make this definitely quote unquote air quotes urban uh just from, <laughs> just, just from the slang and the lingo the style, the hair, like watching it again back. I'm just like, woo, we were okay. This is what we were into. All right. All right. <laughs> like a couple, a couple, I think it was like two weeks ago on Twitter. It was a big thing of people kind of reflecting back on Save the Last Dance. And we were watching Julia Stiles dance. It was like, oh, we kind of no. believe this. Okay. All right. Oh, I, yeah. guess. <laughs> I guess. I guess. I guess that worked back then. Uh, yeah. So... So the style is definitely one thing for sure. And you're definitely going to get, um, like, they're, they're very, like, what they do a lot of is, like, the dialogue is interesting just because, like, there's not, a, like, a ton of dialogue. I mean, there's a regular amount of dialogue. But they also just, do, like, do quick little, like, like jabs and, like, jokes. Just, like, boop. And it's just, like, it was just, like, it was one joke they had which took me back about the VCR. Uh, the best friend comes oh in and God. Static's not in class. Yes. Like, yeah. 
his VCR is not working. It's just blinking 12 o'clock. And it just made me feel 48. <laughs> and uh, not, nothing wrong like... with 48. Uh, <laughs> but, but I haven't heard a VCR joke in ages, right? Yeah. Uh, you're definitely well, also, also going to... Go ahead. DVDs were out at the time. Like, that's what's even crazier. It's 2000 to 2004. We had DVD players. Um, And and in watching it, I was thinking about that. I was like, we definitely would have had DVDs. And all I could think was that that must have been some sort of, like, it must have been a layered joke of, like, Mm -hmm. this is the hood that you would still have a VCR. Hilarious. That's funny. (laughs) The, The relationship with the dad is interesting, too. Just one I do appreciate. Uh, you know, again, we had to bring mothers back, hashtag. But you know, that the dad is <laughs> he's stable and solid. That's something you can respect. He works then at the community center. The daughter, she's doing well. Those are those are some positives that again, with us growing up, we're excited to to kind of to pay attention to, to see that the older uh to Sharon, the older sister, uh, even though she doesn't know how to cook to save her life, uh, you know, she's <laughs> college and and she, she, uh, I think she wants to get into medicine and volunteers at the community center as well. So, like having a strong family background is something that you can appreciate, you know, especially for being again. And I was trying, I did a little bit of research here, uh, trying to look back at uh, black cartoons and specifically kind of in the in the superhero world. We could talk about it in a little bit if y'all want to. But like this was this was one of the few in general black superheroes. But then I think. I forgot. It was like maybe one other one, but definitely not like in a long time since like maybe the 80s or 70s where it was like this was the title character. And so having this black mm-hmm. family, you know, in animated form, which also helped just kind of bring that home specifically for, for black kids watching it, it's just, was just another great picture. Um, so those are some positives. And I'll, I'll stop there. I don't know if y'all had any takes <laughs> from watching, from watching the, uh, the pilot episode. Well, I did love how, um, like, the extent of the dad's parenting in the first episode was, don't slam the doors. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Yes, sir. Yes, sir. (laughs) But it felt really real, you know? Oh my but it's goodness. good to know that he gets a little bit more developed and like has has a life and it's <laughs> a little bit more. You know, that probably you know, his mom had probably just passed, so he didn't have many words to say. He was like, keep right. the doors closed, she's gonna cook dinner, I gotta go. All right. <laughs> Another thing about it too that that kind of kept us was that the the superpowers were you know, love them or hate them, they were just different. At least I'll speak from my experience. Mm-hmm. I had never seen, you know, the typical flying and being fast and being very strong. Those kind of those typical superhero powers. Um, but this was like electromagnetic. So it kind of added this cool little element like science. Like, you know, shout out yeah. to black kids in STEM. Like it was just kind of something <laughs> different that you that you just didn't ever really see. So that kind of added a little originality, at least for us watching it growing up. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, this is different. Like I don't I don't know if he was flying on a trash can lid or what, but it was, it definitely was, <laughs> it was definitely cool to see some different type of, uh, some power. So that originality and authenticity was something you also was excited about at that time too. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Now I'll say this, watching it, uh, in the last week or two, uh, some of the jokes just was, were cringeworthy either because Richie, the white best friend, uh, was trying to be too quote unquote hip. Um, yeah. or like there was one point in one of the episodes I watched in season one, he was like, uh, 
I think in in like forty five seconds of dialogue, I, I you know to a degree, he was like, "Yeah, dog, my brother, my man." I was like, "Ah, too much, too much. <laughs> choose one, just choose one." <laughs> too much, Richie. Settle down. Yeah. It was like he was trying to do all the different like versions of DAP, but like verbally. <laughs> my man, my home, my brother, for sure, my king. <laughs> I got it, Richie. You're cool. We all right. We're looking the same school. It's funny because um, I didn't see that episode, but from the first episode, I could tell that that was going to happen. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they, had, they had Richie like eight mile Eminem back then. They were messing around. Forget a pop a dog, forget a clock. It was crazy. <laughs> What and else then, oh, was cringeworthy, though? I imagine there's like tons of things that you saw, like yeah. like even plots. I imagine the, there was a joke in there that was it was just I don't know if it I mean it clearly had probably went over my head at that time. Uh, but in one episode in season three, this is a little bit of research. I don't my memory's not that good. But uh, a, a high school friend, uh, a, a young lady, she comes up, she talks to uh, Virgil and Richie about a swim meet. <laughs> And she's like, you coming to the swim meet, right? Because they're just friends and she's excited or whatever. And then Richie turns around. He's like, uh, 20 young ladies in bathing suits? You better believe we'll be there. And then it just, and then the camera like freezes and everybody's face is frozen. And I watched it now, especially just as a dad. I was like, oh no, that can't make it to the cutting board. We got to cut that. that was just, it was just like a weird, it's just like, <laughs> Two peach bathing suits, belly buttons. Oh yeah, we'll be there. <laughs> oh man, oh man. And then just some of you know, just in and I, I now I'm really intrigued to go back and watch some other cartoons that that kind of I'm intrigued to see what they were about. But like just the just the bully, they call him F Stop, a uh, hot streak. Yeah, his, his name, you know, because okay. he was part of. I didn't really get into the villains, but on the other side, you had where the. Uh, the meta humans, right, which is everybody who had the the, the powers uh, because of the Big Bang. The Big Bang was what the mm-hmm. cop shot up and everybody smelled the gas, et cetera. Um, mm-hmm. And then the Bang Babies, a lot of slang. And then the Bang Babies. Oh, shit. The Bang yep. Babies. Bang Babies. Was that doesn't the, was sound the... right. <laughs> it don't. It don't sound right. All right. It sounds like an incognito window. It don't sound right. All right. <laughs> and, um, and the Bang Babies were, were you know, the... The bad guys who kind of come from come from the uh, the Big Bang, and so anyway, Hot Streak, his whole him always being. I'm just trying to figure out. You say you brought up Paige, you brought up Spider Man. I was trying to think what villain is always around for Spider Man, but I, I guess who was it? The fat guy. What's the fat guy's name? And uh, Spider Man Kingpin. Um, yeah, Kingpin is one. Spider Man is one of the few that really kind of rotates through he does, and actually he defeats does. You're people. Right. Like Batman has like a rotating cast of characters that are always around, but Spider Man has like arcs. Um, the big one, Green Goblin, is the one that people oh, always remember. Yeah, Green, Goblin Green Goblin and Sandman. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. And so Hot Streak was just always there, and I guess that makes sense because he's the high school bully. But I was like, we need to do something about this guy, like. <laughs> Put him in jail. He kick him into another thirty. Yeah. yeah. Like, why he is he still in high school? Yeah. If, exactly. This is so weird because they drew him. Yes. <laughs> yes. Here, here was my other thing, and this may have just been a thing in the first episode. We've got two gangs in the first episode, 
and both are completely diverse. And I was like, in what world? <laughs> like, this is the most idealized version of gangs I have ever seen. Ever. Ever. And I think it's just them trying not to offend people and not to really dig into race relations at that school. But I was oh just my. like, what? Where? And then their fight kind of looks like the reporter fight in Anchorman where it's just one-to-one <laughs> oh, yeah. fights and then the helicopters come in. Uh, but yeah, the, the gang fighting, I was like, I feel like these people have never seen a gang. <laughs> <laughs> well, the first episode, Way, uh, he's got a light green do-rag or something on. Yeah! He's got, like his mama's scarf <laughs> on his head. <laughs> he he looks like he he looks like his gang came out of fighting for communism in the jungle like that's what they looked like he's got like almost a safari shirt on um here's a question because i didn't get this far how did his mother die from gang violence because it is mentioned in the first episode but did we ever find out more about that she dies in an exchange of gunfire between gangs okay yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm. So, like, I, I, I don't remember. I, I do remember that. I don't remember specifically, like, was she in a car? Was she walking? I don't remember that. But, like, in a, like yeah. gunfire is okay. there's exchanges between so games. wrong place, wrong time. Wrong place, wrong okay. time, more than likely, for sure. You know. Yeah. And, um, and, you know, she's a topic that uh, they, don't, they, don't, they don't bring up too much. I kind of get, like, in too much depth of it here. It's usually kind of, you know, you know, uh, uh, kind of get into it, bring the episode down to an end and keep it moving. Uh, but anytime they do bring her up, it's kind of always this thing of, you know, she's either, she was great or sometimes he'll have moments where, where Virgil, he'll kind of say like, thanks mom. Like in case like mm-hmm. Sharon, she, Sharon mm-hmm. doesn't cook a meal or, or, or dad doesn't catch him sneaking out or whatever the case may be, something like that. But yeah, that would happen with her. Oh, interesting. Yeah. Now, mm-hmm. one thing was interesting. I don't know if, um, uh, if you if were in either of you were into like um, action figures with with any cartoons or anything like that, but I was my me and my brothers again. This was another piece of the puzzle for uh, for kids, at least in my neighborhood growing up. Specifically in my family, was that action figures were huge, right? Merch was mm-hmm. huge. You know, mm-hmm. if a movie came out back in the day, McDonald's was gonna drop oh, it. Look at what she's telling you. Oh, she's oh showing you her. okay. Yeah, so. For people who yeah. can't see, um, Paige is showing her several shelves of action yeah. figures. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I still own many action figures. That's yes, what I'm talking yeah. about. But this was this was a, one of the reasons many people said that it got canceled was that the merch also was doing poorly, and so oh. you know back in that time again commercials like commercials was a spot. Hot Wheels, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? Cereal yeah, commercials, yeah. like whatever it was, it was gonna sell. Star Wheels, right? All that jazz, and so, mm-hmm. so the merch wasn't selling hot, and it was a thing where, you know, for us, we had one. We had a little. He was on a little trash can lid, and we kind of, you know, he played around with Batman or whatever. But merch was merch was king. I don't know how it is yeah. now. We don't really have a ton of toys that are based off of shows for my kids growing up right now. Um, but back in the nineties, it was in you know early two thousands. That was it. So. I'm really surprised that there was no, like, that you couldn't get it in a McDonald's Happy Meal. Like, the amount that McDonald's has tied themselves to the Black community. (laughs) That is shocking. Right? Yes. They couldn't get... I'm I'm so upset. Like, half that shelf is Star Wars McDonald's figures. Like, this is... This is upsetting. 
maybe missed maybe, opportunity. Maybe this was a different a different management. Maybe it was a, a guy on the come up <laughs> hadn't come in yet and changed the game. I'm on the case, Crystal. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> You're right. You know that the, the the McDonald's they'll give that that information about that Negro fund very quickly, but they couldn't push the static shock. Exactly. I mean, really help help the community out. Help help the community of, of black superheroes out. <laughs> now, so so when I was talking about that research here about the superheroes, and mm-hmm. I was I was looking into it, I was like, you know, Static Shock, he came. I was like, he couldn't have been. He definitely wasn't the only black superhero. But again, we're talking mm-hmm. about the lead. The the show is about him. It's the name mm-hmm. of him type of deal. And so the last thing I found actually wasn't uh, li- it was actually live action. Shout out to Jet Jackson. All right, pull some juice out. Oh, Jet and, Jackson, uh, yeah, yeah. A- and that was a live action, right? Kind of this, not necessarily quote unquote uh, superhero, but just kind of like this, you know, just kind of in that world, right? And they yeah, go Silverstone for sure, yeah, for sure, mm-hmm. right? And then you had, of course, shout out to GI Joe Doc. He was out here holding it down. <laughs> um, uh, uh, my man, I had to research him. I didn't know this guy. Uh, Lothar, did y'all know about Lothar? Lothar? No, Lothar. I did not. Mm. 86, 87, Defenders of the Earth. It was a group of four, like an 18 type of crew. Uh-huh. Um, he was, when they had his action figure, he was, uh, quote unquote, uh, Caribbean ninja. Uh, <laughs> don't think he was from the Caribbean though, but we move along. Um, <laughs> And you know, and you have to keep going back and back further. Then you get into the uh, late seventies with Microman and Super Stretch, uh, which mm-hmm. came out in seventy eight. Uh, now, isn't there a there's a Stretch villain in Static Shock? I saw him in the yes. at least in the theme song. It showed like yeah. some yeah, and I didn't know who it was, but I had to look it up later. But there's well, a, it, it looked like uh, the Samuel L. Jones character though <laughs> in um, uh, Incredibles. <laughs> Incredibles, yeah. Was he purple? Was he purple? He was purple. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So that... Are Are you guys ready for this? I yes, have yes. McDonald's update. Oh, okay. okay. <laughs> I'm excited about this. So, Static Shock was included in the Justin Justice League Unlimited series, but it wasn't carried at McDonald's. It was <gasps> carried at Hardee's, Carl's Jr. Wow. Are you serious? What yeah. What a mm-hmm. miss. Are what you kidding? Mm-hmm. They send that static to Hardee's? Man. God, no. Yeah. They send static to Hardee's. <laughs> the disrespect. Wow. It is disrespect. I know. There's oh, one on <laughs> There's one on eBay for 44.95 if you want one. I can send you the link. <laughs> I think I've been to Hardee's once in my life. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, <laughs> oh my goodness! Super. Yeah. So wait. So who was who was that? Oh, that stretchy yeah, guy. Yeah. So who, at, so person. he was a friend of that was actually the brother of Sharon's boyfriend. So they start oh. out as a villain, little plot development, and then they mm-hmm. become sidekicks. So it nice. kind of had a little arc. So essentially, mm-hmm. I forget his name, his his fake name, his uh, superhero name, but Adam is his name, uh, real name. And yeah, he becomes he becomes like a sidekick. Because in season season three, then going into season four, Richie, I don't know if you knew that, Richie becomes a quote-unquote superhero as well. He gets... Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. He kind of he kind of gets powers from, uh, as they call it, a, like secondhand, like secondhand powers, just being around Hilarious. static so long and so much. So, uh, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I was thinking oh, like able- radioactive mayonnaise or something like that. <laughs> <laughs> he's able to be like a super genius, so he's able to help create 
all the, the machines and the gadgets and all that stuff for him. So, Useful. you know, it has, a, it, it has, there was a lot of, a lot of hope, but, but the, 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 the weaponized urbanry uh, of, of Richie <laughs> and the language and the slang and that theme song, that theme, that theme song hurt me when I watched it again. <laughs> Because theme, theme so- y'all know theme songs in the eighties and nineties, they could make yeah. a sitcom or a show. Ducktales, man, I know. Ducktales like, just could. Uh, honestly, you guys, fucking gummy bears. Come on, yeah, that was the yeah. shit. Come there was no holding back. Oh, Whoever man. sang those songs, like, there's a comedian that has a joke. I think it's Baron yes, Vaughn. It is Baron Vaughn. Yes, yeah. <laughs> about not like how they just went from zero to a hundred in those songs. Like they did not hold anything back. I just And how love... like no one can hit that note in gummy bears. Yeah. Like it's like Aretha <laughs> levels of, of singing talent. Yeah. Yeah. So um, I think song was a, like Darkwing Duck. Like you, you had a hot yes. song. You could, mm-hmm. you could make some happy tailspin, all that jazz. Yeah. Well, okay. So one, one thing that I thought was interesting was, at least in the first episode, like I know you've been talking about how like some of the jokes were cringeworthy. It felt like the writing though, like it felt, it felt somewhat, it felt more realistic for the black people than for everybody else. Like I, it, it felt really like statics dialogue felt like, like what a black person would say. And sure, then sure. Richie's dialogue felt like what a black person thought a white person would say. <laughs> I, I, yeah, yeah, I agree. Especially because I think, I think Static's home life is so grounded and great. I think that's one of the best written parts of the show. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, um, sure. And then when he gets to school, it's like everyone else is insane. <laughs> yeah. I'd agree with that. No, there's definitely some truth to that for sure. <laughs> definitely. Yeah, no, you're right. I mean, it just, it was like, uh, they, they, they wrote it well for one person. And then <laughs> like, right, guys, let's just wing it. Let's just get in the studio and wing the rest of it. What's up, brother? Um, What's up, my king? What's up, my God? One love, peace and bless. <laughs> Richie, I said good morning. <laughs> okay, so we 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 usually at the end when we talk about like uh you know um things like this, we usually give a review. Mm-hmm. So, um, uh, out of out of five hair picks, Ooh. what would you give this? Um, Especially now watching it again, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know, you could <laughs> including you know the nostalgia that you mm-hmm. have mm-hmm. for it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, what do you give it? You know what? I think if if I was going to give it a a, a good review, a, a fair review, I would I would give it I would give it I would give it three out of five, just in in okay. context of everything. I think one. The grandness of the family. I, I like to see that black family again. The context of this black superhero, kind of. I, I think really, I forgot. I was looking. I couldn't find it anymore. Like as far as the title of the show, that whole piece. Uh, the fact that they actually, as you keep watching throughout, they really kind of talked about some social issues. That was a mm-hmm. big thing. They were kind of praised on. They were nominated for like a daytime Emmy. It was kind of crazy. Oh wow! Yeah, yeah. That's so cool. like some big big ups right there. You know. Uh, uh, apart from R- Richie and the, and the high school bullies dialect uh, and the theme song that was just disrespectful, I think it was a solid show. I think you could put it on if your kids like, yeah, let's watch this. They would enjoy it. They would enjoy it. They would have a good time. It was a different, different originality. I give it three point five hair picks. Okay, I love that. I love that. 
page what about you i'm gonna be a little more generous i would give this probably about four hair picks um because i do think it a lot of shows from that time do not hold up Mm. and this one i was like okay yeah i'd i'd put a kid in front of this today and they would still enjoy it it would still be fun um it's still it, it reminded me so much of those dc cartoons that i loved that i'm like i have a, a weird piece of nostalgia for it where i was like yeah. this is a lot like batman this is a lot like <laughs> x-men i think kids would still love it um yeah i huge fan i think if you're a spider-man fan also pop this in because it's it's similar but different it's different enough to like (laughs) tug at the things that you like about spider-man but then also have this whole different narrative that's pretty cool Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. yeah yeah i'm i'm gonna agree i'm gonna give it four out of five because um the the first episode did end on a significant cliffhanger significant Mm -hmm. And I wanted to know more. Like I bought this on Amazon Prime for two bucks so I could see that first episode. Yeah. And I was like, well, fuck. Now, I'm gonna have to- <laughs> now I got to cough up $14 or whatever for, for the rest one. of the season. <laughs> um, okay. Well, before we wrap this up, this was very fun. Uh, I love this. Um, Because this is what I, I was thinking about the whole time when I was listening to the theme song. <laughs> and this is what I I'm positive that whoever came up with the theme song or whoever ordered the theme song this is what they wanted to have happen. My question to you Damon is when it came on did you do the running man? <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I didn't I didn't do the running man, but I did work my shoulders. I did work the shoulders in a little bit. Uh 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 Oh man, taking me back. Goodness gracious. I can, now I gotta go back and find an MC Hammer cartoon. Now I gotta go back. I forgot that existed until yeah. like yeah. ten Hammer, minutes ago when you Hammer brought it up. Hammer was the man. Hammer had an error. He really I told did. You, I went yeah. to school with his kids, right? What? No, you never did. What? what? Okay. So uh, so I grew up in the Bay Area. Uh, Hammer lived in Oakland. And we went to a private school with his daughter, Akiba. Mm. And she was about a year ahead of me. Yeah. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. But crazy. we, like, knew her. I, we weren't crazy close friends because we were a year apart. But we would see him dropping his kids off and stuff. Yeah. It was wild. Now, when he dropped his kids off, different was it from up above? With floating pants. <laughs> no. That's how he did it in the cartoon. <laughs> you, like parents had to like like there was like a car line where people would drop you off, but parents would usually get out and like walk people in. And so he'd walk in in like his full hammerness. Like mm. as much as you could be hammered. So you mean in, sideways? Like, <laughs> yes. The crab walk. Uh as as much as you could be hammer in like sweats. Like where he he's dressed down, but he's still hammer. He would just yeah. be like, "Do you have your lunch? Okay, great." But like a totally normal dad. <laughs> love it, love it. Uh, <laughs> yeah, a total Virgil is what you're saying. A total yeah, absolutely, Virgil. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Good old Fremont, California. Yes. <laughs> That's awesome. Well, Damon, tell tell everybody where they can find you. They can find all your stuff. 
Yeah, yeah. Check me out uh, on Instagram, uh, Damon Junior Two, D A M O N J R, the number two. Again, like Crystal said, I've got a YouTube channel where I kind of uh, focus in about parenting uh, as a father of three called Better Dad. Uh, I was going to tell you about my website, but there's no show dates because the world's on fire. <laughs> uh, but yeah, this has been a lot of fun, ladies. Yeah. I definitely appreciate you letting me be on here. Yay. Yeah. Thank you so much for being on. You guys, thank you for listening and we'll be black next time. <laughs>